soup. Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom and other oracular tidbits with your hosts, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies. Two saucy sisters broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. Be sure to visit our website at oraclesoup.org to listen to our podcast archive. You can also visit us on Facebook and like our Oracle Soup page, where you can share your wisdom and request for Oracle Soup topics. Soup is hot now, and it's ready to be served. Welcome to Oracle Soup. I am Gina Thies here with my lovely co-host Katrina Wynn here with another episode of the Kitchen Table Conversation Series. What's cooking, Katrina? Oh, my dear Gina, I can smell that aroma coming out of the Oracle Soup kitchen, and I just can't wait to get my hands on that stuff. It is yummy. It's tactile. It's something you can stare into the palms of your hands for hours and get lost, which has a lot to do with our guests on our kitchen table conversation. That's right. We are very excited to bring our listeners a special treat. Again, I love the reference about palms of the hand. We are going to be talking about palmistry, um, also known as chiromancy, which is uh, examining your uh, path or your life path or your energy through the, the hand. So do you read palms, Katrina? Well, you know, as a matter of fact, I do, but I have the same feeling about palmistry that I do about astrology, which is even though I've studied it, it's tarot is what my passion is and what's what I spend most of my time focusing on. And even though I've studied Lenormand for the last, you know, three some odd years and palmistry, I've studied almost as long as tarot. And um, when it comes to things like the I Ching, the I Ching is something that's very close to tarot in terms of my passion and my knowledge. But since I don't make it my profession, I just do a very, very light reading with people. I can have fun with that. I, I think that whenever you take up something like palmistry, you really want to completely devote yourself to it. And you can know a little bit about tarot and astrology. You can mix them in. But I'd say get to know that one thing really, really well, and especially if it draws you in as the lines can do in our proms, you know, they, and what's so cool, and we might be talking about this with our kitchen table conversation guest, but your palms can tell you about your inner life as well as your outer life. And it's something that changes as you change, because as you know, our cells are replacing themselves, our whole body is replacing itself pretty much every seven years. So they're definitely our, our roadway and our path, and it's very visible and undeniable. Absolutely. Well, palmistry is practiced all over the world, and there are variations in terms of where you are culturally in terms of its use, but it's one of another divination or oracular tool. And our guest, who is Miss 
Pooch Daniels. Is an excellent, wonderful teacher. My experience with uh, Cooch was taking a palmistry uh, course with her at the little workshop at Bats and learned so much in just a short time. I mean, she's a master at it. She was very direct to the point. I have people look at my palms all the time. I I study palmistry. It was um, on on my path. I I did this fork in the road. Am I going to go with palmistry or tarot? Which, where am I going to focus? And so uh, I, I stepped into palmistry first but it was like, okay, then I veered over to Tarot. <laughs> and so that was because of the, the, the symbolism, the arts, but the hands also, the lines are symbols. I mean, again, another tool, but my, my palm I find very fascinating, and she did too. Well, my girlfriend, you're just going to have to show me those palms next time I see you. In yeah. fact, why don't you just put it up? We're, we're on Skype. Just put it up on there on that screen. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, ahead. maybe I can... Do a little reading right now. Huh? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Oh, yes. See, you know what I love about your lines? They remind me of mine. They're really deep. Mm-hmm. And they're very easy to read. And you, like me, my dear, and we must be, we really are sisters. You have that fate line going all the way down the center of your palm. That is amazing. And now when it, your heart, now this is interesting, your heart line and your head line, they are very separate. There's a big space between them, and your heart line goes that, all the way up be, between. That would be this one? Uh, your heart line would be the one that comes up towards your fingers. Okay. And yours almost comes all the way up between your index and your pointing oh. finger. So that tells me that you've got a much more emotional connectivity and a good balance between your, your inner life and your outer life emotionally. Yeah, and then when I see your headline, it goes well into the mound of the moon. So there's a lot of uh, intuition there and psychicness. So that you- is that is exactly what I've been told. So it's like, who knew? I'm psychic. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's fascinating. Um, one of the things I I learned in in Kucha's class was exactly that I mean uh, and then we got a chance to kind of read and I was surprisingly better than I expected um, just just in the the short information I mean there's a lot to keep up with the fingers mean something on one side of the hand means something little side the sidelines mean something I mean it's very very extensive in in the information that you can get so she is excellent Um, I had an opportunity to spend some time with her on her show Cosmic Coffee and enjoy talking to her spouse um, and partner Victor Daniels who's a wonderful wonderful was just wonderful Um, and I told him I I look forward to spending some more time with him yeah I also enjoyed being on the cosmic coffee with cooch program and what is interesting is you know I've done a few and we both have we've done a few uh, interviews being guests on other people's podcasts which is so cool how we share with each other but you know what's unique about my show with her is one of the rare times I actually did a sample reading because I don't usually do sample tarot readings uh over uh, podcasts and stuff. <laughs> In fact, it's rare that I even do a, a sample palm reading. But uh, anyway, so yeah, well, you know what we should do? I'm going to put the links to both of our shows right here on our page on oraclesoup.org. So you met uh, Cooch at Bats as well? 
Yes, in fact, I believe it's the same bats where you and I met in person, which is around 2010. And of course, when we say bats, we're talking about the Bay Area Tarot Symposium around San Francisco. So yeah, she and I were sharing a table and vending and just made such a beautiful connection. And she truly is a beautiful spirit. And I just can't wait to share this conversation with all our friends here at Oracle Soup. All you all out there, I want you to bring your beautiful hands in front of you and set them on the table and gaze at them for a moment because they're trying to speak to you. And that's what we're talking about today on Oracle Soup. We're talking about how those beautiful palms and all those interesting lines and shapes and divots and whatever's in there is trying to speak to us or remind us or reflect back to us in some fascinating way. And what do we call that stuff, Gina? Palmistry. I think that's what you mean. <laughs> I had to get my southern drawl and since you kicked it off with southern drawl. Uh, so, yeah, we are very delighted to have with us here Miss Cooch Daniels. And she will be discussing with us at the table here in the kitchen, palmistry and palm reading. Thank you, lovely ladies. I'm so happy to be here with you. Looking forward to stirring up the cauldron that's between all of us and uh, seeing what comes through. I'm seeing some symbols in there right now. <laughs> Ooh, symbols. We love symbols. It's a little bit like an alphabet soup, but you took out those alphabet letters or you added some other things in there. What kinds of letters and, and symbols are we seeing in that cauldron and that soup right now? You know, all of a sudden when you said that, Saturn just sprang to my mind, and I'm not sure what that means, and maybe we'll get into that, but just maybe little astrological symbols, some astrological-shaped pasta. Gluten-free, <laughs> 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 of course, for somebody. <laughs> what do you see in there, Cooch? Well, I'm looking at Gina's Saturn symbol, thinking that Saturn represents structure, it corresponds with the bones, the skeletal system, and the skin, things that hold things together. So I'm hoping that what Gina's seeing is going to hold us all together right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've definitely got the cauldron stirring here. And now it's time to pull out the palms. No, what I mean is let's just explore this. Because, you know, some folks out there, we're oracle soup, we're talking about oracles, but, you know, you have oracles right there under, in, and among your own organ called your skin, right there in your hands. And it's constantly changing as you're changing, and it's reflecting who you are. It's almost like your own portrait of Dorian Gray, I'd say, <laughs> <laughs> right there in your palms. So how does, what does that have to do with oracles in general? Or those of us who are interested in things like Tarot or Le Mans or a variety of things, being a psychic, how do we connect that together? How does it stand alone? That's the kinds of things I'd love to talk about. Well, standing alone, palmistry existed before tarot reading. It goes thousands of years back. And people have been looking at their hands. They look up at the stars and try to figure out the stars. And they look at their hands and try to figure out what's going on in their hand. So it's a very eternal hum human divinatory system that it, people really don't know how far back it goes mm -hmm. because it's longer, it goes back farther than the written language. But um, it's very much looking at the soul, 
through the lines in the hand. So it's trying to connect with the psyche, the soul, and get more connected with the inner self by what the hand represents. The shapes of the fingers, the shape of the palm, the lines, if they're deep, if they're shallow, what lines are crossing what lines, and what does it all mean? And as you do that, I just saw you take Gina's hand across the table here. And what reminds me of what's so special about palmistry is how intimate it she is. She can't help it. She can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two people touching each other. And, and you know what also is amazing? is you yes. could. I've done this so many times, I'll, especially around Halloween. I can just be walking down the street or I can be at a party and I'll ask somebody to see their palm and I would say 95% of the time people offer their palm very openly. Of course, there's those 5% who then put their hands behind their back <laughs> because they don't want me to look into their soul, but it's so intimate. It is. Um, I was thinking before you spoke, um, as you were talking about the history of, of, of where this comes from, uh, the, the hands were the original tool that we carried around with us. And um, I remember uh, listening to Steve Jobs as he talked about developing the iPhone and um, talking about having these styluses and he's like you have the perfect tool with you and being the finger so everything relates to touch so the hand was you know what is in front of you first what you rely on so it is the original tool and it, it goes along with you and carries very nicely so um, communication and looking at the patterns since you know as humans we, we read patterns it's, it's fascinating that we could divine from something that we've been naturally born with the first thing I see in Gina's hand is a pattern or a line that's called the Solomon's ring and you can look in palmistry books or go online and put in in Google what is the Solomon's ring in the hand and it's right under the index finger on the palm itself, there is a. If there is a ring around that pad right under the index finger, which is actually called the finger of Jupiter, it's called Solomon's ring. It kind of looks like a moon, or it could be a crescent moon. It's not a full moon. It's more like a crescent. It's, it's a line that just goes like a ring. And this ring right here, see, can you see that line mm -hmm. right there, Gina? Wow, yes. So Solomon supposedly was given a ring by the gods, and within the ring he could foresee past, present, future. And it represents being very philosophic, insightful, and it's very, very good for psychics. Mm -hmm. Or counselors, or other people who try to do energetic healing. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Wow, wow, wow. All right, folks, wow. look at your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Especially those index fingers. Now, does it matter which hand, right or left? Well, there's different systems it depends on what system you use I use both hands and I like to look at both hands to make comparisons for me one hand represents the past the subconscious where a person's coming from and the active hand or if a person's right-handed I'd read that as their active conscious awareness if you were Hindu you would only read a woman's left hand and a man's right hand it's like a different system some people read hands without even touching them they just want to like see them some people read the thumb, and they say everything you need to know about a palm is in the thumb. So it really depends on the system that you use. Yeah, the system I learned, uh, if I remember correctly, was saying that if your dominant hand is your right hand, that represents the way the world sees you on the outside and how you express yourself on the outside. And then the less dominant hand, in my case the left hand, would be your inner life, the things that people don't see and the things that might be hidden. For those that may be new to palmistry, what is the best the way to learn? What would you recommend the, the baby step in starting to learn? Really, the only way you can learn is by holding someone's hand, looking at it, and saying, ooh, look at that line. 
and you start there because if you don't practice and if you don't look at other people's hands, there's no way you're going to learn palmistry. Wow. Okay. So it's kind of like get over your shyness and start holding hands with people. <laughs> palmistry is great because it gives you an excuse to hold people's hands. It's wonderful. You, you know, like, do you need to be touched? There you go. Just say you're a palmist. <laughs> you're right. I would love to talk about how does one combine something like tarot with palmistry. That's fascinating because now those of you who may have never studied any palmistry, there's already astrological associations. But what about tarot? Of course, we know tarot can also have astrological associations and maybe that's an inroad. You can put tarot right there on the hand as well. So if you're looking at the thumb and you see Venus in the thumb, you could be reading the Empress card. Mm -hmm. So my intuition was correct. Thank you for confirming that for me because I've never done it and I just imagined it and that makes a lot of sense to me. You're reverse engineering how you do that. So that's uh, an easy way to connect. So there are many, many different things. Well, it, it's more you have to be willing to use your intuition and overlay your tarot knowledge on your palmistry, what you don't know or what you do know, but it's kind of an overlay of correspondences. Um, one of the other things I learned from you is um, about different mounds, depth, thickness. You you want to pay attention. It's not just the lines, but it's like how soft a person's hands are. Is that correct? What kind of, say for instance, if it's calloused or how thick or thin things are. And um, that that tells you a lot too, that information. Is that is that correct? Correct, because the first thing you do when you take someone's hand is, I mean, for the way I do readings, the first thing I do is I hold their hand. Mm -hmm. So when you're holding a person's hand, you're feeling if it's thin, thick, hard, soft, tense, relaxed. Mm -hmm. Is the skin calloused? Is there any unusual sense, anything that's unusual that you sense when you touch a hand? So the first thing you're doing is you're experiencing through touch what a hand feels like. So all of the things, the temperature of the hand, if the hand is hairy or not hairy, soft versus um, rough. I also check for what I've been taught to check for is the flexibility of the thumb. It tells me a little bit about whether this is the kind of person who bends over backwards or if this is a person who stands tall or they're inflexible. It's really interesting information you can get from that. And then there's this also interesting thing about the shape of the fingers in terms of are they straight, are they curved? In other words, in my case, I, know, I shouldn't reveal too much, but my fingers are not all straight. Some of them curve to the left or they curve to the right things like that. And then I also love the idea of the shape of the hands. You can tell if somebody's more artistic, for instance, or if they're more... Well, do you know much about the shape of the hands? I would love to hear more about that. Just like, of course. Of course. <laughs> that just means you're Duh. Duh. <laughs> When people talk about the shapes of the hands, oftentimes they mean the shapes of the fingers because there's two different things you're looking at. You're looking at the shapes of the fingers and what the fingers are shaped like individually as well as a whole in all five fingers or the thumb and four fingers but you're also then also looking at the shape of the hand and the fingers combined so you look there's two different ways of looking at the shapes once you're looking at the whole hand and then you're just also looking just at the fingertips themselves and that gives you different information generally people see five different shapes of fingers there's this really really pointed or conic and that corresponds with the intuitive uh, the intuitive psychic personality you get a little bit more roundness to the pointedness it's called artistic 
And then if you get more square, it's more of the practical, responsible personality. And there's something called spatulate, which looks more like a spatula. It comes, the finger kind of like flares out a little bit at mm -hmm. the end. That's more for people who have leadership and they want to control more or be, they're, those kind of fingers are, make really good managers. And then there's the mixed fingers, which you have like two conic, one artistic, and one square. You know, they, they, like it mixes up. I hadn't heard of that one. That's cool. Yeah, because sometimes there'll be a, a mix of each finger will have a different characteristic. So you look at the fingers that way. I think palmistry has layers. Like tarot has layers. You can do different things with it and use different systems. Does palmistry also have something that? I mean, is it? Um, I guess I'm asking, is it also flexible in terms of using it with um, other perspectives and other systems? It's absolutely flexible, and there's many different ways that you can read a hand. And even if you started reading palms as a regular part of the magic in your magic bag and you're pulling out palmistry, when you start reading palms, you're going to be one level of looking at the lines, and then after three months, you'll be at a different level, and then after three years, you're at a completely different level, mm -hmm. and after 30 years, you're completely transformed at how you can see the different layers and levels of how you read a palm. So even in a person's own personal journey, they're going to be evolving, and the magic of how to read a palm will evolve and change totally. For our listeners who may be interested in what you offer um, and things that you're doing and how to contact you, would you please give us that information? I have a website called CyberMystic, C-Y-B-E-R-M-Y-S-T-I-C.com, and that has a lot of information of who I am and what I do on it and how to get a hold of me. On Facebook, I've got a palmistry group called Palmistry Simplified, and people often come to my site and post their palms and want me to tell them, well, some people want me to give them long, lengthy readings, and I have a disclaimer, this is not, I'll answer one question because it's a group for learning palmistry, but I'm not here to give free two-hour readings to people. Right. So... If they came to Palmistry Simplified, they'd be able to get their questions answered and post palms and learn what other people are post learn about what other people are posting and there's a lot of information that's passed along. Or they could just come to um, my Facebook site, Cooch Daniels, and meet me that way. What about books? Oh yes. Well for Palmistry I have a great little handbook called The Art and Magic of Palmistry. And the other thing that some people may not realize about you, Cooch, which is, by the way, spelled K-O-O-C-H, is you have your own podcast, and I've been honored to be a guest there. I know Gina's uh, a guest on. there. And tell us a little, just a teeny bit about that. Mm, it's Wednesdays at 1 o'clock, and it's called Cosmic Coffee. At first, it was associated and run through the Tarot Guild, and Dax Carlisle started it, and then he decided that um, there needed to be a um, larger community, and he's created the Rainbow Psychics. So now it's run through Rainbow Psychics and the Tarot Guild. And um, we have a lot of fun on Wednesdays talking about what people are up to. And I believe you can find it on Blog Talk Radio, and you also can connect with it on Facebook. Yeah, uh, I put up postings on my Cooch Daniels site, and it's always on the Tarot Guild. It makes announcements of what's going on. 
Well, this has been an absolute, very, very, um, just, man, I want to keep going. <laughs> uh, we just don't have the time. But thank you so very much for taking the time out to talk with us here at Oracle Soup. We really appreciate it. And so we look forward to having you again. And I think that cauldron of wonderful Saturn and Kali and alphabet letters is ready to eat, ladies. Oh, and I just want to tell everybody... If you could look into these ladies' eyes, you'd be like on a little high right now because I'm feeling totally like I'm being shot up by an alien ship because I'm sitting connecting with these two beautiful women. And I just want to like put, let you know it's really delightful to be here. It's a jewelry fest, actually, and an intervention. We were joking earlier about this being a jewelry intervention, and I'm <laughs> a huge jewelry. She has beautiful jewelry. Kucha has very beautiful jewelry on that I'm trying to steal. <laughs> Well, you know, I think we'll just say goodbye to our audience right now. It's about mystical jewelry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll just keep having fun here and eat our wonderful soup. Until next time, folks, we're signing out. Thank you for spending time with us on Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and podcast suggestions on our Facebook page, also called Oracle Soup. And be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.org, for hot new servings of our saucy talks. You can also subscribe to the Feed Burner or listen to our pantry of Oracle Soup archived recordings, along with articles and links to more resources. And be sure to visit our personal websites to receive more information about us and the things that we offer individually. For Katrina, visit tarotcounseling.org. And counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G dot org, like in Oregon, O-R-G. And for Gina, visit tarotadvisor.com. An advisor is spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This content and the content of these podcasts are intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. This content is intended, but not promised or guaranteed, to be current complete or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.